Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Marriage Guys, episode five. Five of them. Cinco. Cinco. Uh, I am Olivia. I'm Kiyomi. And this is Clara, who's sitting on your lap because we're in the bedroom today and she's pretty stoked about it. Oh, yeah. Wow, 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 wow. It's a bedroom day. It's a bedroom day. <laughs> it's, a, it's a dark day today. <laughs> uh, if you are not living in British Columbia or, I don't know, maybe you keep your head down. You're not really sure what's going on in the world around you. We got some new restrictions yesterday. Despite the fact that a couple weeks ago, um, oh. many things were opened up, including groups of 10 sitting outside. Limited in-person, like, uh, religious services. Mm-hmm. Imagine that. Since oh. that happened, our numbers have skyrocketed. Right? Went from promising, might be things might be normal by summer, to major shutdowns again. Yeah. In two weeks. So one of the big things that happened was um, restaurants and... Oh, that's a happy cat. Restaurants, bars, pubs, etc. can only operate with takeout or delivery. They can serve food on their patio as long as they offer a full meal service for a hot minute. News has changed every day. Things like breweries and, I don't know, distillery tasting rooms like where I work (laughs) weren't allowed to be operating any kind of service at all. It's changed every hour in the last hour. But regardless, it's been a exhausting 36 hours in this household. So yeah. Maybe I've already had some of my cheers drink. Woo! Eh. Yeah, Yeah, it's been frustrating. Like, we're also definitely in, like, the camp of taking things really seriously. And Mm -hmm. I think both agreed that we needed more restrictions because we think we were both rolling our eyes a little bit as they were loosening things up because we were seeing the numbers going up in our area. And we're like... This wasn't really where you're seeing the trans- rates of transmission. No, if I may, because I know exactly where you're going with this. Yeah. I work with the public on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. And just the last few weeks of things are slowly opening up. I get yelled at on a regular basis by people largely in like the Gen X generation, the like 40 to 50s who were upset that things are not back to normal, don't want to abide by the rules anymore take it out on the frontline workers and essential workers Mm -hmm. as you were saying yeah right all of that we haven't been getting reports of like transmissions coming out of restaurants and things and it's people hanging out in groups and everything but of course this is where we get the shutdown i think the real kicker for a lot of us was that um like verbally putting the blame on the 20 to 39 year old age group the people that are working in these restaurants, mm-hmm. in your grocery stores, who had you know, to pay at for your their gas station and protection. Yeah, that got no, you know, not a lot of help in those areas. They're the ones that are, aside from your medical workers, are your frontline essential workers. Mm-hmm. So, of course, we're seeing more numbers from them. They're in the some of the highest risk jobs right mm-hmm. now. It's things like school and things like cut out no hours are the last in line to be able to get their covid vaccines but it's our fault <laughs> yeah our our provincial premier johnny hoho because i refuse to give him the dignity of his politician given name johnny hoho looks dead into the camera in his press conference yesterday and it's a face that i will like hold with me for months maybe years to come as he looked dead into the camera looked like he was about to have a brain aneurysm and just blamed the what is it 19 no 20 20 39 set and said don't blow this for the rest of us hey johnny hoho what about the regularly scheduled anti-masker protests at the art gallery every sunday that your can't in good faith make arrests or find them except despite the fact that they're blatantly going against public health orders yeah it's um there's a lot of things that aren't good about it right does it seem convenient that he's blaming the age group that's the a very large chunk of the group that protests his involvements with the site seat dam project and his paving and demolishing and abusing our indigenous people on their lands that violates treaty protection for the pipelines yeah. that destroy our province it seems real convenient it's awfully convenient 
So <laughs> thus we're in the bed because this feels cozy <laughs> and comforting. It didn't feel good to be sitting at a desk <gasps> no. or even at the sofa, but exactly. instead sitting on the bed with a cat. Right. This feels nice. We've got some beautiful springtime golden hour sunshine before the rain set in for our enforced mm. patio season. <laughs> Can we start drinking? Let's start <laughs> drinking. I like to start drinking. I think it is time to start drinking. Oh, cheers, Bubba. Cheers. Two people who have not really been drinking at all circa 2021. Suddenly I'm like, there was a point last night where I'm like, what if we had a drink right now? And since then I'm like, what if we had a drink? It's been a 24 hours. It's, it's been, been a 24 been hours. Not hour. just in this house, but like, yeah, it's been a 24 hours. Right. I am very, very lucky in my position that we have friends and colleagues that are going to have a real big struggle. Mm-hmm. So cheers to you, friends. Woo. <sighs> anyway. Anyway. So we're, we're just keeping it hot and bothered because <laughs> would you like to introduce the drink that you signed <sighs> me this week? <laughs> I would. So please know that when I found this one, I snorted to myself because it's so stupid. Again, we have another week of a drink whose name has nothing to do with weddings, probably. But also, I have no backstory to support or explain this one. I have so many questions about this one. Um, so this one is from Menden, Massachusetts, and it is called the Seafood Sangria. Why? Why? I don't know why. Um, so it's called the Seafood Sangria. Mm-hmm. It's from Massachusetts. So sure, because it's, I'm assuming Menden maybe is near Boston. I don't know. They like clams. <laughs> Boston clam chowder. So let me tell you, I thought about this. I thought really hard about this. I had many different interpretations in my head. Oh, and I, I had thoughts. I got to a point where I like looked up scenes from The Little Mermaid to be like, <laughs> there's definitely feast scenes in this movie. Oh, is yeah. there fruit on their tables? And I, the only food scene I could remember and find was where they're like, here, Ariel, you don't speak. We don't know about your allergies or intolerances. Here's a plate of clams. And she's like, oh, hard pass. I'm not a cannibal. Like, I'm not Army Hammer. Like, no thanks. Yeah. What? Yeah. The, the only food scene in The Little Mermaid that I could find was when there was like, clams. she's sitting. I don't know if it's clams. It's some kind of seafood. Isn't but they're it like a lobster? Because it's yes. Sebastian. Oh, yeah. And he's like, eh, hard pass. Please don't eat me, Ariel. Exactly. It's me, your pal. Right. But yeah, <laughs> I thought about that. I went to like classic sangria combinations. This is also where we like talk about Kiyomi's many, many food allergies and intolerances <laughs> and that every tropical fruit, hard melon, kiwi, not for this guy. No. So. I'm no fun. Right. <laughs> hey, you're lots of fun. But my options for this were just confusing. Also, seafood sangria, why? Like, does it come with ceviche? What are we up to? Also, this is a vegetarian household. I operate in the, like, flexitarian, hmm. pescatarian situation. But you're but, like, like, I didn't want to make ceviche for this. This right? seems weird. You're you vegetarian, don't want to... like, 98% of the exactly. time. Exactly. <laughs> it seems been strange. Weird. So that, I thought about that for many, many days. And then yesterday, I was leaving for work around noon. And I started getting the calls and phone calls and texts about everything shutting down. And was like, well, I think this week's going to be a bit of a write-off. So I have made a sangria I have no ties to the seafood of it all because I'm so confused. I am both like excited and terrified to find out what this actually is. It won't get less clear. It won't get more clear. It might get less clear. So I also intended to make like just a sangria that seems nice because I've made an amount of sangria in my Mm. lifetime. This is more of just like a white wine spritzer, (laughs) which I'm also not mad at. Like I've had half of mine. It's very refreshing. Mm -hmm. It's lovely. This is... White wine. Mm. I used a Pinot Gris. Be specific, the Hester Creek Pinot Gris because I enjoy their beverages. And also, you know, the price point is right for anything that's getting mixed with wine. Yeah. Um, I've used a little bit of Grey Goose Pear Vodka. Ooh. Which I thought would be nice because like BC Pinot Gris, Stone Fruit, Orchards. Oh, totally. Pear. And I was right. It feels very nice with it. It's so refreshing. Just a little bit of promotion for your small businesses and i don't know the businesses that i work at who need your support right now you've used a little bit of the 
Odd Society Elderflower Liqueur, ooh. which ooh, we'll be picking again soon. We yeah. did the Elderflower Harvest for Odd Society's Elderflower Liqueur last year. Oh my gosh, it was so fun. We went to Yarrow, BC, which is it's in the just, valley. Like just past Chilliwack, which valley familiar. there's many. <laughs> if you're in Vancouver, drive east for like mm-hmm. an hour and a half. It was a beautiful afternoon. <laughs> we were very, very pollinated. Gonna do it again this year. That sounded weird. We're covered in pollen. We were not pollinated. We were not pollinated. That's upsetting. But yeah, it was a really, really fun afternoon. We're going to do it again. The harvest um, is usually like mid-May, end of May. Liqueur comes out in June. It sells out in a couple days. So back to the drink. Use a bit of that elderflower liqueur uh, because we still are hoarding some of it. Oh, yeah. And then we've got soda water and menti, menti, menti slices of orange and strawberries because also it's april and the fresh fruit selection is real bleak right now we bought a nectarine and then cut it into it and could not use it because it was not the season but it was there but yeah so we had this very lovely refreshing palm orchard fruit wine spritz sangria time (laughs) and that i'll name it something by the time this drink goes on to our instagram on friday because this is not a seafood sangria i don't know what is but i'm scared shall you Shall we? Can we? Shall shall you? Also, this um, cat's position right now. She looks like Street Fighter. <laughs> I know that Street Fighter was many characters. But she also she looks... tried to bite me three times during your story. So <sighs> she's... But is still here. I'm sending her to military school. Stay tuned. Um, but the seafood sangria... <clears throat> so the way the internet did it is... Ba, 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 white wine. Mm-hmm. There you okay. go. Start with white wine. Um, I'm going to read these in a different order because I want to. Ginger ale. Okay. A pineapple garnish. And hypnotic. <laughs> we discussed before this <laughs> that we were going to try not to swear this week because you know what? We're, we're just like toning it down. down. But like, what the fucking fuck fuck? <laughs> what is that? Hypnotic. White wine, ginger ale, a pineapple garnish, and hypnotic. There's an episode <laughs> of My Favorite Murder very early on where they read a fan review and it was like somebody listened to an episode with their parent because I guess they're both like true crime aficionados and they're like, this will be something we can bond over. And the parent <laughs> was like, fun stories, but like, why do they swear so much? And just referred to it as the murder fuck word store, uh, show. Are the we fuck just word murder sh- fuck show. word murder show? Are we just the <laughs> fuck word marriage show? <laughs> We're like the marriage show with the one person who likes to sling together explicitives for no reason. Show there <laughs> eh. lengthy, but so are my explicitives. Um, well, that's really upsetting. Yeah, I don't know why that was called a seafood sangria, but <sighs> did you just giggle to yourself while you're like Olivia's gonna enjoy this? Oh yeah, I knew you would hate that one with a burning, just searing hole through your. Through my what? (laughs) I couldn't think of what words it would be. Through your (sighs) hope for humanity. Yep. That was quite something. Um, (laughs) How do you feel about your unnamed wine beverage that I poured you? Your, my, not seafood sangria, seafood sangria? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I know it's simple and it's not a sangria, but it's really nice. It's so refreshing. Thank you. I have a cute marriage romance story that revolves around this to give it some kind of upswing because this has been a real dark start to our podcast today we are 15 minutes in and it's just been a real downer clara this isn't for you clara can you not i'm trying to be cute um when we were first doing a dance around me trying to trick kiyomi into dating me um i was doing a show with our friend jack hi jack uh, we're putting on a drag event together, and I had been seeking out flamingo cocktail picks for this drink because Jack, also known as Terrible Lady, mm-hmm. has a penchant for a flamingo pattern and motif. And I had put a photo of these cocktail picks that I was looking for onto my Instagram story of like, do you know where to find these? Hit me up. First message I've ever received from Kiyomi was like, are those for your event with Jack? And I was like, yeah, and from then, an epic romance started. To be clear, this is also like seven months before you started dating. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was like 
Oh, well, oh my seven. It was, was like it? wasn't that like May? No, 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 no. This was in the summertime. Was it okay? Yeah. It was. It was still before. But that's my cute story <laughs> for a little bit of a little bit of relief to all this angst and spice. <laughs> yeah, but we had a really cute week with our um our internets. Our internets. Um, yeah. We you know the last few weeks we've had a specific topic. Yeah, and this week we decided we're like, oh, it's been a it's been a week. It's first been a, of all, it's been a real real, real week. big week in so many different ways. Um, yeah, but figured this might be a nice uh, opportunity to just sort of catch up with each other, catch up with you. Yeah, um, we've had a lot of really lovely comments and reviews and just content from people who have listened to our podcast and it's felt mm. very nice yeah just have a lot of sweet little affirmations right. we really like you guys and you seem to like us too so yeah that's our that's our theme this week we're just yeah. commenting on your comments commenting on comments yeah um, <laughs> but yeah we got we got our cute ones so we are now on <gasps> apple Podcasts. in case you didn't know we've landed our white whale like it's very Ooh. exciting and the number of people that have said oh my god I'm so glad you're on apple Podcasts." that was the one thing that like kept me from listening regularly is because I had to go into a different app and blah, 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 blah. But we are on Apple Podcasts. Tell your friends. Yes. Rate and review. Um, but we seriously rate and review. It's a big deal for us getting traction. We appreciate it. If you are an Apple user and use Apple podcasts, um, use Apple podcasts. Yeah. Um, and, uh, leave us reviews, leave us some, give us those good, good ratings. Um, we're currently rated five stars yeah um because we received our first review yeah. um from longtime pal of mine peter new time uh, pal of mine we've never met but i feel like we have peter right. someday <laughs> someday um but yeah peter is someone i've known for i think just over 10 years oh, wow. now we've sung together we have um we are singing together again mm-hmm. um, now. Nice. Yeah, we have done a number of choir things together on and off. Lovely human being. Mm-hmm. Um, and has been so lovely um, since we launched the podcast. So yes. thanks, Peter. Thank you, um, Peter. But left us a lovely review last week. Um, one, read it out loud. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says, uh, Charming Pod, five stars. These two marriage guys are lovely, entertaining, and not at all judgy. It's got libations, it's got laughter, it's got a cat. A cute pod for everyone. Except Jared. Sorry to all the Jareds out there. Yeah. This pod's not for you. Jared! Whiskey glass emoji. Um, so thank you, Peter. Thank you, Peter. That was really nice. It was our first review and that was cool. Also, just really quick, speaking of the cat, I don't know if the microphone is going to pick up the cat just breathing because she's sitting on Kiyomi's lap, but it's just... You know how you have an animal in your house, in your life, and you just get them, like, a voice? Because, <laughs> because you know, you talk to the animal in your mind, they talk back. You know they're not talking back. This is getting weird. But you assign a voice to your mm. pet. Clara is just Jennifer Coolidge. But like, Jennifer like, Coolidge, who's, like, smokes 50 packs a day <laughs> for the past 90 years. Right. <laughs> but is also... 13 year old right so she's just chilling here she's on kiyomi's lap so they are really getting a posture to get to the microphone mm-hmm. she's like hey guys what are we doing i still have got drinks what if i had something for my mouth <laughs> she's really upsetting <laughs> so that's what clara's up to this week yeah. um but yeah back to the point at hand please rate and review that was really yeah. really cool rate and, and we love to hear what our favorite quips are. That's cool. Yeah, it's fun. We'll know like what what you're interested in in whoa. What you're interested in. Did you hear um, that? I did. <laughs> I'm almost done my drink. That's kinda where we are. <laughs> um, but yes, we'd like to hear what you're interested in. Send us a message if we'll maybe we'll put up a story this week too. Um if there's like a topic or something like that you'd love oh, yeah. to hear in a future episode, let us know. Yes. Um, there's going to probably come a point where we're just so brain dead we can't think of a new topic. To be clear, <laughs> to be clear, we have other topics. We just we don't do. want to do it yet. Um, but yeah, send us those. Speaking of sending us things, if you've got longer stories you want to share, um, you can shoot us an email. Marriageguys23, the numbers, not the words, mm-hmm. marriageguys23 at gmail.com. Um, we also received our first fan yes. email. 
um, from Christina K. Christina. Christina K. Who uh, works with your mom. Yeah. She works at Olive and Ill, another small business that you should support during this pandemic, but also the rest of the time. If you are in the Kelowna area or in the Okanagan. Are you like around, online shopping? You like online shopping? Hi, this is an unsponsored sponsored episode in that mm-hmm. Olive and Ill does not sponsor us. However, they did give me life. So yeah, and sends us soap and things like that once in a while, which is yeah. really nice. That's really um, nice. But yeah, Olive and L. If you yeah check out the website, mm. if you're in Kelowna, it's a beautiful Starving. store. It is. It's like from like a non-biased <laughs> <laughs> outside. Um, yeah, I got to see it for the first time last year. It's beautiful, yeah. nice store. Check it out. Um, see if there's photos of us in the store. I think there is. Oh yeah, post it to our Instagram this week. <laughs> but yes, email um, from Christina. But Christina sent us an email, which was really sweet. Um, and she says, "Hey Olivia and Kiyomi, loving the podcast. I hear Linda mentioned that I've been listening Linda. to it while painting. <laughs> um, I'm thoroughly enjoying listening to your opinions on things." Good. We're so glad. (laughs) Got a lot of opinions. Um, It's lovely to be reminded about all the weddings I've been to and looking forward to attending them in the future. My sister's wedding is scheduled for October. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed for Mm -hmm. you and your sister. Fingers crossed. Thought I would share a traditional German tradition that my family celebrates. Immediately after the ceremony, the couple's first task together is sawing a log with one of those tandem saws. <laughs> um, this represents how they will have to work together in order to make the marriage work. There's usually many bottles of alcohol tied around the log that the couple gets to shoot back after sawing through. Wow. Looking forward to the next episode, Christina. Really nice. That's I love that. That's super cute. Yeah, Christina's lovely and has been enjoying our podcasts and we appreciate that. We've gotten a lot of just messages from this week from people like we didn't really even particularly expect to be like, hey, like in the podcast. Right. Keep it up. I'm like, thank you, we will. Yeah. It's it's been a lot of fun. Yeah. We also have an update this week <laughs> for anybody who's listened consistently. Um so we have maybe been razzing and calling out our friend Jack. Yeah. Who will be Kiyomi's witness. Mm-hmm. You've known each other for a long time. Mm-hmm. Jack and I have known each other for a couple years, but it feels like longer. Jack is oh, that yeah. person where like, I don't remember what my life was like before I met Jack. Aww. We've known each other for mentally a long time. Mm-hmm. Lives down the street from us now and has not listened to our podcast. And we've been like, hey man, <laughs> listen to our podcast. <laughs> to also, be fair. we're getting married for real. And he was like, okay, sure. Kid. Like thought we were kidding. And like, to be fair, Jack is also like, Jack is in library school. Weeks away, week, like three weeks away from finishing masters in library school. So like, you get you get a pass. One of my favorite <laughs> things in this world is that Jack but, refers to his master's program of University of Library um, Studies as like library, library school. Right. And it's technically, I think, like library sciences. Yes. But library, library school. school. But yeah, you've been like, hey, man, listen to our podcast. And he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Hasn't gotten to us yet. And be like, we have called you out in every episode because you weren't sure if we were actually engaged yes. or if we were just punking you. Oh, no. Right? So he has now this listened. A, this, is a full, this is a full call out. Right. He has now listened to each episode. Hi, Jack. Thank you for listening. Hi. We're glad you're here. Welcome <laughs> to the party. Um, you went for a distance walk with him this week. Mm-hmm. It was nice. Well, we I was just yelling into the abyss at work. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was nice. You have updates for us and that he's listened to everything. Oh, and... yeah. He, so he's listened to everything or... I don't know if everything, but he's almost caught up. I've mm-hmm. um, got their whole bunch. And then like in between doing schoolwork, had some free time. It's like, what the hell is wrong with you guys? <laughs> <laughs> like a lot of things. Um, but we mentioned that we're like, ooh, we're going to trick or bully him into throwing us an engagement party when it's safe to do so of some capacity or like some outdoor situation. Um, it was like... So if I if I randomly ask you guys about your availability in the next few weeks or so, <laughs> it may or may not be because I'm doing something, maybe. So like, sweet. <laughs> Thank you, Jack. Thank Thanks, you for listening. <laughs> Thank you for taking this in stride. Thank you for listening to our pointed suggestions. Um, but you hiccups for me, burps for me. It's been a day. Yeah. I get a pass. <laughs> um, you but you uh gotten into some twitter beef oh yeah 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 yeah. But like it's, it's really stupid and that 
So the really, really you sweet thing fight. is that we are just champions of group chats and that we have so many different group chats on like Instagram and Facebook. And oh, they like, all have stupid names. Right? Friends of mine, friends of yours, friends of both of ours who like we are all just in a group with. Currently, we have a group chat called Capricorn House. Capricorn House. House. With our friend Nick, who is another married or marriage guy who will maybe someday be married who knows <laughs> nick show us your wedding let's do this uh, to be okay. clear nick is engaged yes. <laughs> this isn't just I like said he's hey, a marriage guy <laughs> to be clear in case it wasn't he's a marriage guy but um, um he also is a busy busy boy who's doing some schooling right now and mm, is just helping his partner with uh his business yes <gasps> should we just should we continue to just push small businesses we like this week is this the small business episode oh this is the small business episode so if you are in uh vancouver proper and you love uh dim sum because who doesn't this is not a dine-in situation because also you can't do that right now right (laughs) lol lol dim sum is a thing that i really miss the one of the weird like privileged things that i'm like i miss sitting around with like 10 friends at a dim sum table. I don't have 10 friends anymore. Like, right. I don't remember more than five people. Um, anyway. But, yeah, so our friend Nick, uh, his partner William, um, is the, I think, co-owner now, along with his yeah. sister, of uh, Kamwai Dim Sum in Vancouver's Chinatown, mm-hmm. um, which was started by William and Susan's parents, um, who have now sort of stepped back, retired. Um, William and Susan have taken over, and it's uh, they do a lot for like restaurants and like yeah. TNT and stuff, they but they also TNT, which is huge. Again, if you're huge. not in Vancouver, know that that's a real big account. Like real the job, Um But they also have just walk-in frozen dim sum that you can go in and pick up. Um, don't know if it's happening right now or not, but they also have like hot food available. Mm. Um, but just so like for making, steaming, frying at home. It's just the best dim sum in Vancouver, in my opinion. It's so good. Hey, Cam Lai, will you sponsor us? <laughs> Can we get sponsor a Cam Lai sponsored? Um, but it's really, really great. They yeah. uh, And they've been doing a lot in terms of just like Chinatown, especially like advocacy as... for the like Chinese and Asian community. Yes. They're good people. Mm-hmm. We like them people. a lot. But anyway, Nicholas. Nicholas. <laughs> <laughs> um caught up on all of the episodes this week as well which is really sweet and just yelled at us on the instagram about like things he enjoyed which hey friends have you listened to our podcast do you like it that's cool tell us but also comment on our instagram we like that traction but sent us a series of messages including one that catch up nick was like what do you have against a blackberry tart but it was also actually he was on that page but also like yeah i agree like blackberry not so great Something to that effect. Like, there was some mixed messages about how he felt about it. Regardless, it was like, <laughs> y'all, you want to start a Twitter beef? Nick was like, come at me. So, on our Twitter, Marriage Guys Pod threw down with, hey, Nick, you ready to fight about some bramble fruits? And we just, uh, let me tell you, we discussed <laughs> blackberries for a while. It's ridiculous. Please know that if you tweeted us, we will come back at you with so much shenaniganery. Do you like some ridiculous social media content? <laughs> we got it for you. Some might say too much. Some might say too much. We went off. We, we've we really just run the gambit this week. Um, Do we want to take a pause and maybe get Clara breathing somewhere else? That might be a good idea. Yeah. All right. All right. See you later. back hi 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 <laughs> it's me it's you it's us yes you get it finally one. happened guys it finally happened you get one <laughs> so we're kind of into a segment we accidentally started last week because i wanted to talk about it but i think maybe a semi-regular fixture here of yeah. hey it's book club right unofficial yeah. book club club right we read Sometimes a lot. It used to be a lot. Our used minds to be a have lot. kind of rotted I've over read the last year. No book in the past year, so right. I <laughs> yeah. So we are back on that train because we're just feeling mentally better into the what is now the second quarter of this year. Look at us go. Yeah. I talked about my book that I was reading last week, Horace which was about a like fictional version of IKEA, but it's haunted. <laughs> was what I knew about it. 
Little did I know that I would finish it in two days. Oh, you finish it so fast. Right? And also Ikea exists in this universe where I'm like, oh, you bold with your horror comedy parody. Get it. What's his name? Grady Hendrix. Grady Hendrix. Watch that be wrong. Corrections Corner. Um, It was wild. I finished it in two days. It was this insane, like, metaphor comparison of, like, centuries-old, like, prison torture reform versus capitalism with like a little bit of like an end bit about like unions and how difficult they are to form but how they're important it was buck wild my god um i am as we talked about when we watched haunting a bly house i'm a big baby about not even a big baby i love (laughs) horror i love um mystery i love true crime etc i love being scared but like i will not sleep like i put my book down probably around like I don't know, like 9.30 that night. And then we just hung out for a little bit before bed and paused for a few hours before I went to bed. And of course, you were fully passed out. Mm -hmm. Clara's snoring. I'm laying in bed going, the warden will get me. (laughs) He's under the bed. I'm five years old. I'm afraid of everything. My mind is racing. It was was nuts. It Mm -hmm. was absolutely crazy but also very good like don't know if i want to read more of this person because definitely my mind took a toll a in a couple days but like i right. appreciated you it you pause in the middle of reading or like you finish reading one of your reading sessions <laughs> of being like i'm a little dizzy oh yeah <laughs> i felt nauseous because it was real gory mm. it was nuts it was like think like i don't know stephen king's gonna pass away at some point <laughs> and this guy is going to carry the torch it was wild but yeah, so that's done for me. But you picked up a new book this week I as well. I picked up a new book. I which just we're both for... excited about. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went on a little bit of a wander and I went to Indigo and got myself a book treat. Um, oh, everything's a treat. Everything's a treat. It's it a very pretty cover. Very beautiful. Um, this was under their LGBTQ voices section near the front of the store. Which hey, is that's cool. us. That's us. We're <laughs> LGBTQ voices. We have voices and they're queer. <laughs> Um, but yes, this, so this is um, The Fixed Stars, which is, um, if you're familiar, this is the memoir by Molly Weisenberg, who mm. is the uh, James Beard Award winner for her blog, Orangette, yes. which you followed. So yes. You were surprised when I found this. You told me about this book. And like, have you been, I've been following Molly Weisenberg for years. I remember her reading, I remember reading Orangette like on a regular basis back when... I'm getting told that my vocal fry is getting out of control. I'm aware of it. I'm working on it. I'm sitting up straight. I'm enunciating. We're all having a good time now. But yes, um, read her blog pretty consistently, you know, back in the heyday of blogs in the mm-hmm. early aughts when that was that was fun and hip and cool. Um, loved her. Love her. Love her writing. Mm-hmm. Um, family and food is just like her focus and it's great. Yeah. So... You told me you had gotten this book. I was, you texted me. I looked it up to see what it was. And I'm like, Molly Weisenberg, it can't be the same person. Because I'm reading the <laughs> description and was like, oh, that's definitely her. Yeah. And she, this is a, like, coming of queer story because it's 2021. Mm. Everyone's a little gay. <laughs> uh, right? Please continue. But yeah, so, um, yeah, more context of Molly Weisenberg uh, is a writer um, by trade and started two very successful restaurants mm-hmm. um, with her, at that point, her husband. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, started the first one, which I've learned now through the book too, for the first one was um, like a pizzeria, essentially, in Seattle is where they're based, um, based on like New York style pizza though. And then I'm not actually sure about the other restaurant, um, but started both of them with her, at that point, husband. And so the fixed stars is... I'm not sure actually what year she wrote this in, but it's uh, this must be a new release. Twenty um so twenty twenty. So this yeah, mm. this book came out last year. Um and this is her adult coming of age story essentially when she was uh thirty six, was called to jury duty and found herself after being in a ten year marriage with a man. Um wait, she got married into a sixteen? Did you say she was 26? 36. 36. Molly, are you okay? 10-year marriage to a man, um, all her life self-presumed straight, has a three-year-old child at this point, 
um, gets called to jury duty and is overwhelmingly taken by the uh, defendant lawyer. Yeah. Who is a probably around her age, like 40 year old female lawyer in a men's suit. (gasps) Yeah. (laughs) And she. It's getting steamy. Right? She And it's her sort of going, I don't understand. And just not understanding why, but just being so mentally obsessed with this person and like being aware of like, oh my God, she knows that I've been staring at her. Don't look. And then the beautiful like Marge Simpson meme of, I just think she's neat. Right. (laughs) Um, But it's her sort of discovering that and how to, I'm not, I'm maybe like 20% into it at this point, but it's sort of figuring out that discovering her queer identity as an adult with like an established life and a relationship and a family and then learning how to navigate that, how to re-navigate this relationship with her husband, who at this point we know that's ultimately they get divorced and how to co-parent this child as she sort of discovers this thing that for most of us discover or at least have an inkling of um, yeah, much younger in our lives, even if we don't come to it if later. If I can interject. Yeah. Yeah, we all have, many have an inkling, but there's many who just, you know, compulsive heterosexuality is very much a thing. Oh, yeah. And presumed, presumed heterosexuality. A theme I'm finding in a lot of just, like, nonfiction right now is people who come out later in life. That's because true, Because yeah. heterosexuality is pushed so far, and it's t- you're told that it's wrong, and it's awful, and there's something wrong with you, so you don't think about it. And then, I don't know, you come into your own as an adult, and it makes sense. And Lil Nas X sense. is giving it to us this week. Lil Nas X, yeah. Oh my <laughs> It's God. a good week to be gay. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway. Yeah, and yeah, that, that's that's true. Like, uh, redact that a little bit. But yeah, at, at an age that other people might go, but you're 36, 37, you're 28, 29, whatever, you're an adult. Why are you coming out now? Why would you? You didn't know before. Why? Right. So it's it this because exactly that of mm-hmm. compulsive heterosexuality, um, and so it's her uh, journey through that, which is really really cool. She's um, I think she's forty two mm-hmm. now. This is only from like a few years ago. It's super rad. I'm excited to read it after. Yeah, you. it's beautiful. Yeah, her writing is wonderful. She's exceptional. Mm-hmm. So yeah, excited to read that. Yeah, and. Uh, yeah, get started. I know we've got yeah, more books I'll, uh, on I'll our... read that when you're done, but... Uh, Jack. Hey, Jack. <laughs> do we just yell, hey, Derek? <laughs> That's not how you do that. I'm not cool. Um, Jack has lent me a book now that I'm done. Horstur. It's called Mexican Gothic. He told us what mm. it's about. I don't fully remember. I know that it is a Mexican Gothic novel. There's a huge <laughs> twist that I won't see coming that really just like really threw him for a loop. I'm excited. I know there's some like horror, mystery, gothic ghost themes to it. Oh, the one sentence summary Ooh, of this. Perfect. Um, also, this is a relatively new book too. 2020 Gothic horror novel. Mexican Canadian author. Bless. Uh, Silvia Moreno Garcia. Uh, it centers on a young woman investigating her cousin's claims that her husband is trying to murder her. <gasps> Just oh, that. you know I'm excited about this. <laughs> so I have that to read. Just that, yeah. So, like, do we? Do you enjoy book club? Do we keep this going? We're getting into summer, like summer book club. Let's let's enjoy. Let's enjoy. Let's enjoy. Let us know. Do you have any recommendations do for you? things that you would you think we'd like? So far, we've given you themes of LGBTQ plus voices, weird IKEA. Mexican Horror. murder. Mexican murder. <laughs> murder mysteries. Ghosts. Like, we got a wide range of tastes here. We definitely have, like, a very strong middle section of the Venn diagram. But, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. What are you reading? Hook us up. We're feeling smart again. Let's do it. <laughs> do you enjoy a book? A book. A book. Is a book book. <laughs> um, Since we've established we're feeling we're feeling clever and we're into some intelligent content do we do a quiz let's do a really (laughs) intelligent quiz i found a really cute one that i have sent to kiyomi so we can do it at the same time (laughs) because we both want to know whatever reason like yes tell me the title of this quiz is it's finally time to find out which iconic movie wedding dress you are Mm. i'm excited right i won't wear it i don't want a dress but also i want to know yeah you just gotta know right um, shall I walk us through this and we can both select our Play selections? Yeah. Watch us get the same one. I want to know what the options are. Right? Here we go. So we got to pick a decade. You have options of 
1920s, 1970s, 2000s, 2010s. Do we say which one we're picking? What do you think? Should we? I'm going to say 1920s. Okay. I am going to say 1970s. Yeah, you are. Theme of our apartment in the 1970s. <laughs> We've got Choose a Bouquet. Ooh. We've got just, I don't know, some white nonsense in craft paper with <clears throat> items. It's boring. You Speaking can tell of boring. Just a handful of tulips <laughs> that are fully bloomed. Uh, our third bouquet is pink roses and looks like little wee little daisies and Ooh, I don't they're know, carnations. Mini car- chrysanthemums. That's cute. Mini mums. And um, our fourth is Gorgina. Oh, roses. Mini Can you roses. describe this? Because you're a mm-hmm. flower guy. I'm trying to think of if I know all these. Uh, there's definitely eucalyptus branches in here. Mm-hmm. There's um, a lot of colors. Large, um, like peach roses. I don't know the exact kind. There looks like there's thistle in here. Mm. Um, See some little like buttons. Yeah, there's some like small berries. It's very artisanal. It's stunning. I choose this one. Same. Yeah. Pick a season. Summer, fall, winter, spring. Spring. Winter. Pick a perfect first date. Dinner at a fancy restaurant. Just the two of us watching fireworks. <clears throat> a stroll along the beach. A picnic in the forest. What is this delivery? Oh, a picnic in the Ooh. forest. Getting getting crunk. Um, <laughs> let's say a stroll along the beach because I like winter, but I also like beach this is annoying what photo speaks to you we've got some broad in the water (laughs) jesus shall i rephrase that we have a human being emerged in water in a one-piece white bathing suit yes we have submerged looking upwards we have a cozy nook with candles and a book and a cup of Hot beverage. Like a nice window alcove. Uh-huh. Cute. We got a palette of paints with a hand in the paints. <clears throat> and then we have some kind of outdoor event set up. Oh, yeah. There's like a sign that could be like, sit here for the bride. I don't know. <laughs> sit here. Sit here for the bride. Is sit that here your name for the, the bride. Is that my solo podcast? <laughs> sit here for the bride. <laughs> ah! Oh. What do you pick? Um, I want that little nook. Yeah, I also want that little nook. That seems neat. Mm -hmm. Choose a hobby to pick up. (laughs) I like the phrase of art making. (laughs) Okay, BuzzFeed. Interior design. Water sports. Hunting. Water sports. Same. (laughs) I'm also water sports. And finally, pick something to eat. Macaron. Grilled cheese. Pasta. I'm good. (laughs) I don't like eating. Lols. I want pasta. I'll take a grilled cheese. You first. Ugh. Well, I'm upset by this because I'm offended and also because I've never seen this, so I have no reference. If I got oh. Bella Swan in Twilight, oh. we've got Kristen Stewart. Again, let's talk yes. about compulsive heterosexuality. Kristen Stewart. Kristen Stewart just doing it to us. Um, she's real gay, dude. She's real gay. What is this dress? It is white. It has long sleeves. There's I can see it because I know. So I got that. <laughs> um, I got Sophie from Mamma Mia. Nice. Uh, which like very seventies. There we go. Love that. Uh, short fluffy veil on a flower crown. Who's like beating all over her dress? It's pretty cute. I'll take it. I loved Mamma Mia. I love Mamma Mia. I love Abba. Right. I also like both of those things. You had a second one for us, I which did. is a little a little saucier. It's sort of riffing off of our topic last week. We were talking about people at the party. And I'm wanting to dance. See, I can't hear it and not go into that. Right? Um, but, and like, wedding guests. And we had like, was it wedding guest horror stories? Yes. Um, so if you want to avoid being a wedding guest horror story, this quiz. I don't want to say you're a bad wedding guest, but if you've done 15 out of 20 of these things, you're probably not the best. <sighs> so I'm going to find out. Or you're going to find out if you've ever been a bad wedding guest. And hey, play along at home. Keep a tally. Right. And learn if you're... Are you a terrible person and guest? Let's find out We're going to find out. That was Have some you... fry. I can hear it. I'm sitting up straight now. Speaking up here. Speaking up here. You're putting it up. It's an effort. It feels better for my throat. Yeah. You're not scared for me in the long run. It's true. Look at us go. <laughs> This is the expertise I bring to the table. <laughs> um, all right, here we go. 
Have you ever worn white to someone's wedding? Yes or no? No, because I'm not a monster. Exactly. Uh, have this, you... Sorry, speaking of white, look at this sweet little cat baby. Speaking of white, she's... Meet our cat. She's so sweet. My most Caucasian pal. <laughs> she's being very sweet. I describe Clara as my most Caucasian friend because she is my most Caucasian friend. My I know favorite. nobody more Caucasian than Clara. <laughs> when Clara was born, they like missed her in the kitten count because she's oh, yeah. just a pure white cat and like they thought that she was just like part of mom's fur who's also a mostly pure white right like persian so car likes to camouflage yeah anyway um anyhow question number two have you ever brought a plus one even though you had no plus one ticket no have you ever pre- also what is a plus one ticket trash I, I, I don't know if it's a ticket but it's like acknowledgement that yeah. you have a plus one plus one ticket Anyway, <laughs> have you ever proposed to someone at a wedding? No. I proposed to you on our couch. Clara That's was true. not getting married. Danny and Jamie were not able to get married. It was the 80s. Right? God. Have you ever announced your pregnancy at a wedding? Hard pass. <laughs> Clara, have you ever announced your pregnancy at a wedding? No. Mm-hmm. Because you got the surgeries. <laughs> <laughs> sure did. Ah! Spay and neuter your pets, folks. Spay and neuter. Uh, have you ever shown up super late? No. I, fun fact, because I'm a fun wedding guest, usually they're a little early because I'm often bringing either the cake or the custom cocktails. <laughs> so I don't have to worry about you being on time, except maybe for the arts. Right? I but hope then also you're getting time. married, so right. like, you'll probably be there also early. Exactly. <laughs> um, have you ever randomly changed your seating at the reception? No. Because if it's set in place... Stay where you're seated. Right? There's probably a reason. People thought about that. Have you ever talked on your phone too much during the wedding ceremony or reception? No. Why are you on your phone? Why are you on your phone? Have you ever not RSVP'd to a wedding but showed up anyhow? No. Let people know what you're up to. Right? That's offensive. They haven't planned for you to be there. I'm going to take a photo of this sweet little baby real quick for everybody enjoy because she's so gosh darn cute oh she's a sweep hi this is what cat parents sound like (laughs) have you ever disregarded the dress code no have you ever shown up super early i'm supposed to it's fine Mm -hmm. that's still a yes Mm -hmm. (laughs) have you ever arrived to a wedding without a gift or not sent a gift at all Yes or no? It's a it's a no asterisk and that I have not shown up with a physical gift because often I have made dessert items or a cake or made the cocktails as a contribution to the that's, wedding, not charge for my services. Yeah, that's definitely a gift. Yeah. Sha sha shaboom. Yeah. Um, have you ever posted a photo of the bride before the wedding ceremony? No. Have you ever let your kids run around and or scream during the wedding ceremony? <laughs> I don't bring Clara places. She gets upset when she goes in the elevator. It's true. She screams. <laughs> she's also just I can't with her right now. This is why she can't be with us when we're podcasting because she's so cute and just asleep on your lap still. <laughs> Clara has fallen asleep like a small infant. Um, have you ever given an unprepared speech or toast? No. Have you ever criticized the food options or ordered your own food? Have you ever criticized the food options? Like, quietly... Or just to myself. That's still criticizing it. Some people have bad taste. Have you ever asked for seconds of a wedding dinner? No. Because that's strange. Have you, ever, have you ever not tipped the bartender at the open bar? Hey, have you ever not tipped your bartender? No. Bartender? <laughs> I tip. <sighs> have you ever fought someone super hard over the bouquet toss? No. Just me and Clara. <laughs> Uh, have you ever taken the table centerpiece or flowers home with you no i have you have but they were like please take them Mm -hmm. we don't know what to do with them and they're still gonna be pretty for a number of days that's a thing it happens yeah it's fine uh and finally have you ever eaten dessert before the married couple no we talked about that one last week grandma specifically with the cake grandma serving the cake still upset about that um, your results are great wedding guest. Yeah. You're everyone's dream wedding oh. guest. You show up at the right time, have excellent manners, and know how to pick out the perfect gift. I definitely invite you to my wedding. Yeah. Hey, Olivia, mm. do you want to come to my wedding? I do. Do you want to come to mine? 
Yes. Cute. What if our wedding was together? What if we got married to each other? <gasps> oh my god, plot ah! twist. Hi, we're dorks. <laughs> Welcome to our show. Anyway, um, we should we should make dinner. We should probably make dinner. Yeah. Um, I can't feel my right foot. Nope, Clara's I both, real on your lap. I both can't feel it, but also I can feel it too much. Oh, it's doing the throb? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, thanks for joining us again, mm. episode five, again, because we are shameless and we love to plug. Follow us on various social items. Did you know that we are on Instagram at Marriage Guys? Woo! And we will post every Wednesday along with our podcast. We will post excerpts of things like our logo and also anything we've referenced in the show that maybe you want to see. Do you want to see our cat? Do you want to see the book that Kiyomi's reading? Go to our Instagram. It'll be there. We yeah. also do the cocktail of the week every Friday, as well as yeah. some other general shenanigans. Listen to the podcast. Go back to those Instagram posts. Leave your comments with your thoughts. Yes. Um, send us a DM. Slide hey, into to our our, hey to our friends. Hey. S- send us messages, but send it, send it to Marriage Guys. Yeah. Send it to Marriage Guys. Or comment on our posts. Yeah. That's fine. We like it all. But also, if you really feel chatty, we're on Twitter as well at, at Marriage Guys Pod. Um, we, I'm learning how to use Twitter. I think I'm doing okay. I got a direct message from someone who wasn't a bot the other day. Oh, wow. Yeah. Was it upsetting, though? No, it was a podcast page. Being oh. like, hey, do you want to be good at podcasting? I said yes, and then I never opened it. <laughs> Great. So basically... So you're doing really well at Twitter. We're doing really well at Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what happened to my mouth just now? I don't know. Uh, As previously mentioned, we also have an email if you want to send us yes. longer stories or things Which, you don't just want to get into beef with us. Just send us an email. Um, yeah. Marriageguys23 at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your stories. We'd love to know you're out there. Also, again... Do you listen to our podcast on a podcast server? Rate and review. It helps. Rate and review. Yeah. We're on all the big ones. Nine different platforms. If you check out our link tree. Yes. Whoa. Link in bio on the Instagrams and Twitters. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, for better or worse, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.